Welcome to 30 Minutes to Wealth, the show that teaches you how to build wealth through real estate. Our company, ProFunds Mortgages, has assisted real estate investors in achieving wealth for over two decades. Over the next 30 minutes, we're going to share some of our key strategies in real estate with you. Right here on 30 Minutes to Wealth. Today on the show, we're excited to bring on an architect who has been involved in development internationally as well as domestically for over the past 40 years. We're really happy to introduce Sheldon D. Rosen from the SDR Group, a long-established architect. He'll be presenting to us one of his amazing projects. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Jordan. This is Carmen. Welcome back to 30 Minutes to Wealth. The topic of our episode today is the seasoned developer, and we're here with our guest, Sheldon D. Rosen. Sheldon, thank you for joining us today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for coming on. It's great. You've uh, had a huge variety of success in the development industry, and you've been involved internationally. Can you tell us a little bit about how you first got started in this? Yes, and I don't even mind being called seasoned, because it's it's true. (laughs) But I started off by mother being a necessity of invention. Uh, When I was very young, I got married, and my uh, wife and I sat down, and we worked out our budget for the year. And I was just starting an architectural practice, and we discovered that I was making far less than I was going to take to operate a household. So I branched out into the first of the townhouse developments that was ever done in Toronto. Wow. St. Clair and Avenue Road. Excellent. And that was uh, the beginning of uh, a very... So can we ask when that was? Yeah. You can, but I'm not going to answer. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, took place in the 60s. Wow. Late 60s. Amazing. Yes, I've been around for a long time, and it's always been interesting. There's so, no, no two days are the same. Development in the 60s to today. Yes. What is the difference? Like, Is it basically the same, or is it a lot easier then to get approvals, or how does that whole process... It's a mixed bag of tricks, but that's a very good question because the truth of the matter is that since that time, it's becoming more and more and more technical and more and more difficult to gain approvals. Right. There's all kinds of things you have to worry about today, like Tarion, like heritage boards, like neighborhood associations. All of those things are interesting, difficult, time-consuming, and in the end, a um, built into the product and expensive. Yeah. So one has to really thread the needle today more carefully than one did back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But from a bricks and sticks point of view, it's yes. very much the same. Interestingly enough, technology in building has changed less rapidly than the atmosphere in which one finds oneself wanting to do developments. Right. So it's a, a process today that requires a great deal of navigation skills in, a, in addition to the constructive still skills that you bring to the table. For sure. Now, the, the project that you had in, um, in Toronto, that was a, a success for you. Yes. And what was the project that you've done, you did after that? Well, that was a long time ago. So there okay. have been hundreds of so projects. So there might have been hundreds. Okay, uh, hundreds, okay. So there we're hundreds a lot. of projects. But uh, on an international basis and a domestic basis, I've been involved with things as um, precise as a single building. Right. And as uh, grand as very large scale communities, uh, such as the Phoenician in Arizona or Desert Harbor in, wow. uh, in Arizona. And um, here in Canada, I've been involved with the first of the mixed use buildings during the period when we had a tiny, perfect Mayor Crombie, and there was a 45-foot height bylaw 
which wow. you could not build higher than, and people owned land that was originally bought to do 40-story buildings on, and they're finding three-story buildings are the norm. Yeah. So we maneuvered through those and found a way to get everybody to be in a win column, and that's, that's awesome. very important. Today, everybody has to win, and there are lots of stakeholders. Now, you have a phenomenal project, and my heart's there, and I know we're involved with you in this project. But, Absolutely, um, it's just it's just the most amazing building, and I love old architecture. Um, I love anything antique. I think it's amazing. So this building here in Port uh, which you brought to the company um, as an opportunity for us to participate with you in it, is is going to be a landmark, guaranteed. So how how did that whole property come to you? Because I've heard many people saying, "Oh, they wish they could have gotten that one." Many developers that we speak to say, oh, how did you get it? So and first of all, for the viewers that may not be aware of where Port Deleuze is, maybe we can get a feel for that, that market and that area as well. Absolutely. Great comment, because if you're less than 40 years old, and you live in the GTA area, chances are you don't know where Port Deleuze mm-hmm. is. Yeah, and it's it's I, I describe it as being the waterfront village of the city of St. Catharines, because mm-hmm. it's right on Lake Ontario. To yeah. me, it's like the Saint-Tropez of Ontario. Mm-hmm. If you go to Saint-Tropez, you'll find all the same ingredients. You'll find this beautiful beach, yep. interesting buildings, a lovely little village, yes. history, you know, iconic mm-hmm. buildings. And so my first experience goes back decades because the first time I visited Port Toulouse was by steamer ship. Oh, wow. As somebody that might have been eight or 10 years old at the time. And it was a very sleepy little village Mm -hmm. of cottages at the time. And over the last decade, it's been evolving. Been seeing a lot of growth. Gentrified. Mm -hmm. And some of it is very, very interesting. And about 15 years ago, I first saw a building called Lincoln Fabrics and approached the owners at the time. And we made a deal and we bought the building 15 years ago. The deal had a condition. And the condition was that Lincoln Fabrics find a new home in a horizontal building because they were essentially trying to run a horizontal business Mm -hmm. of cloth production in a vertical building. So they had six months in order to find a new house for themselves to live in and they couldn't find it. So that deal fell apart. But last year, when it came back to the market, it was very hotly contested. We had already done an extensive study on what that building potential was, and we kind of realized its wonderful potential, and it's an iconic building. I mean, it's the largest and oldest building there. And it's sitting. It's sitting with one foot in the water. I mean, mm-hmm. from every window on every floor, there are yes. these perfect views of the harbor and yes. of the of the Henley Pond, the regatta. And that's what I find so amazing about it this. You know, no matter where you are, you've got waterfront views from three different sides. It's absolutely amazing. Four different sides. Four different, different sides. sides. Okay, yes. well, that's incredible. It's, it's truly incredible. It's a one of a kind. And we feel that we have to be the custodians of doing it correctly going mm-hmm. forward. And so typically what we do is we gather up a a whole team of consultants. Mm -hmm. So we work with architects and engineers and planners and wow. uh, um, you know what is the building like uh, give us a description of what we're, we're talking about here so the viewers can understand and visualize uh, give us a little description of the building so as it stands it has been well treated from structural points of view over the years and so it's 105 years old but it's in great shape it's a four-story building on the street that it fronts on which is lakeport and it's a five-story building at the back where it fronts onto the harbor uh, it's brick and it's beam, 
And it's a combination of steel and wood. And it's just one of these raw buildings that cries out to be converted to a loft. Loft. So what we're doing is we are creating a one of a kind. It truly is one of a kind. Loft building. We're doing an extension to it. And what it will bring to the community is a very intense study of how to preserve the heritage of the building. We had an outstanding heritage consultant that was acclaimed by the city itself and who has guided us. And what he did is he went back into the archives of not only the city, but of the province and mm-hmm. the federal government. So we have these amazing photographs of what the building looked like. What happens, particularly in this part of St. Catharines, Port Dalhousie, is that people are seeking to live well and live with space. So whereas some people would choose to go to very small units in order to accommodate a very vast swath of the market, our approach is to build into the market. So we're studying and taking samples of what people would like to see. And we think we're going to end up with something between 130 and 140 units. The smallest of the suites will probably be in the 800 square foot range. And the largest will be as large as anybody wants. I mean, wow. the largest that we're showing is about 2,000 square feet. But just down the road at another wonderful project in uh, Port Dalhousie, mm-hmm. somebody came along and blended two floors of wow. the building into an 8,000 square foot suite. Beautiful. So that's, we can do that, but we wouldn't, we wouldn't offer it without being asked. But so these are going to be the, larger, more luxury style units. And I think that's great because you're seeing a lot of people that are making that shift from Toronto. They're wanting to go a little bit more West and, you know, it's very confined. It's very tight there and move somewhere where there's more space. Right. They're used to small units, yeah. right? People are living in, you know, 500 square foot units. Even less. In, yeah. The, yeah. Jail, in the GTA, I mean, it's, it's really quite incredible. So here you have to understand not only what this building is, but where it is, because Mm -hmm. it's in the Niagara wine region. Mm -hmm. It's next door to all of these fabulous vineyards. It's right next door to Niagara on the Lake with all of the culture and the Shaw Festival and the other festivals. Sounds just magical. We love that area. (laughs) Well, it is. And we have docks. I mean, we actually have the ability to provide boat slips right on property, which is unheard of. Sheldon, why don't you share with us, you know, the the name of the project and as well how this involvement between the companies came to be. Well, okay, two things. Start with the Harbor Club. (laughs) Project will be known as the Harbor Club. Perfect name for it because it's right in the harbor, like literally standing in the harbor with your boat sitting outside your window. Question, so will they have boat slips? Yes. It'll come with the unit or is that an extra cost? Well, it'll be an extra cost and there are fewer boat slips than there are suites. But then there are fewer people who would want boat slips than would want suites. How many boat slips will you have? Probably roughly two dozen, 24. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's incredible. That's huge because having a boat slip in that vicinity is is that's so it, hard to get. So hard to get. And there are two yacht clubs within 100 yards. Wow. And so we're just sort of adding to the Brilliant. ambience of the, of the to place. To be able to walk out of your property and just Hop get in, in your, your boat, boat is well, just... There are a couple of suites that if you stand on your balcony and you cast your line out of your balcony... No way. You'll, oh, way. You'll catch fish. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> you'd, wow, that's you'd pretty be cool. amazed. We, 
actually, in a couple of weeks from now, we have a program that we've been going forward with that was started by the the old previous owners of Lincoln Fabrics, and that is that the Department of Fisheries has holding pens that are attached to our harbor wall. And about this time of year, actually in early April, Mm -hmm. they release all these fingerlings, and you should see what happens to them. I mean, it's not an exaggeration that the one that got away, the one that got away really lives there, and the fishermen line up outside Pier 61, which is the the restaurant on site, and everybody has a really good time fishing. Fishing's a big thing in Port uh, Dalhousie. It's really quite incredible. When the project came along, it was iconic, which was both good and bad, because traditionally... Traditionally, lenders like to have traditional sort of paper, cookie cutter type yeah. projects to go into. Right. And so what yeah. this needed was a special company that had vision that would match the development vision with the funding vision. And one day I was with um, another fellow and he said, you know, I've heard of this company called Valor. And I said, well, um, I'll give them a call. And so I did. And truly, the rest is history because... It was very evident from the beginning that Valor and ProFunds were able to envision Mm -hmm. and be on board with what we as the developer design team saw. Mm -hmm. And this marriage occurred and we've been very, very happy because our wishes and our and our dreams and our visions are being fulfilled. It's so interesting because prior to you coming to the company um, and and presenting the project, we had one of our investors come in and say, oh, Carmen, if you could just get that project in Port Dalhousie. And I said, well, which project is that? And then she was mentioning this Lincoln Fabrics, this old, beautiful building for lofts. And I said, oh, yeah, okay, well, we'll look into it. And I never thought for a moment that and then legitimately, the next day, you walked, walked in. in. And I went, what the heck? This is crazy. So- well, there was, there was good news and bad news to our getting it. I mean, yes. the, uh, you know, the good news was um, we got it. And the bad news was that we were a bidder that bid more than anybody else was prepared to bid. But we saw, and you agreed, yes. that the project had this amazing potential, which Huge. is now being realized. And there are going to be a few people only in the whole of Canada that will be blessed to be able to live in this location because it's the location, location itself, that is just unreal. It is perfect. Mm-hmm. Speaking of blessed, we're blessed to be able to be working with you on this. Oh, well. No, seriously, it's an amazing, I'm so proud of this project, really. Like we have multiple projects we're working on and and we have a lot of different developers that come in and propose their their projects, but they're all, for the most part, just a typical Every everyday type of construction and development. But this is exciting. This this really is a beautiful spot. Well, you're talking about bread and butter, and everybody has to do that. We yes. do that too. Yes. But once in a while, a champagne project comes along, yes. and this one pops all its corks. It's yes. just wonder- it's wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. So did you approach in financial institutions for financing prior to coming to us? Or? Yes, I had. I had spoken to a couple, and they said, very imaginative, very creative, not interested. It's just not our cup of tea. We don't know how to deal with it. And then the recommendation right. was that I speak to you and you were thoughtful about it. And well, we intuitive. spent a lot of time in our research and due diligence on this project. Um, you know, are we able to actually do this? Is this a, a realistic uh, thought of, of converting this building into condominiums that are lofts? You know, is it something that's going to be well received locally? There are so many things and different facets of why we need to know that this can work. Because if we get into it, and it's not a little bit of money, we're talking significant dollars invested yes. into this. And, and we need to make sure our investors are protected as well as you and, and us. So Yeah, there's an aspect that I'd like to just dwell on for a moment, which is the heritage aspect. Mm-hmm. Not only is this iconic, 
but it has things about it that are really quite unique. One of them is that in the existing building, there's a freight elevator uh, that was installed in 1905. And when we took a look at the machine room, which was up on the roof, we were astonished because the machine room is just pristine. It's like it was just installed a minute ago. And so we found out who the service company was. Turns out to be a company called Otis. So we called Otis, which is a well-known elevator company, and said, do you have records on this? And they said, what do you want to know? Well, well, what kind of records do you have? Well, we've been servicing it monthly since 1905. Well, what do you want to know? <laughs> that's an incredible history. It, it is an incredible Holy. history. This, this whole building at one time was run on water power. So there's this dam with a waterfall right next to it. We are likely to be moving that wonderful Pier 61 restaurant into the new building right up against the waterfall. So people will be able to sit on an outdoor terrace just adjacent to the waterfall, what a one and only, truly iconic. What we're doing is we're going to take that elevator machinery and remount it at uh, the grade level someplace and make it a piece of public sculpture. Mm -hmm. So that people who have never been in the building because it manufactured a interesting product, which um, was not able to be spoken about. It was totally legitimate, but it was a military product. And so nobody ever got in the building. So for a hundred years after it was maple leaf rubber, it became Lincoln fabrics. So nobody's ever been in it. And now all of a sudden the building will have public access and there's a great deal of happiness like about that happening. It's a living piece of, uh, of uh, history. And how question. has the community received this whole, um, you know, this whole proposal? The city has been incredibly good to work with. Mm -hmm. They, the planners of the city, also see into this project and see that what needed is the continuing iconic pieces of the building. And so we are literally restoring the heritage aspect. If you look at the building now, as interesting as it is, most of the windows have been bricked up or blocked up. And in a way, in a way, it has lost its charm. There were some additions done to it, which were not in keeping with what the heritage aspects were. And what we're doing is we're stripping those all back to the original building putting in the heritage type windows and public access. And so the community is very pleased. We had a public open house and we've had nothing but positive reviews from 99% of the Amazing. There's always a NIMBY factor, not in my backyard, yes. but it's yes. always there. But uh, we're hoping to uh, have it 100% recognized. And if it isn't before it's built, it certainly will be after it's built. Because one of our buildings, which was the restoration of a church in Yorkville, became a historic building after we renovated it, but not before. So, you know, those kinds of things do happen. And we love doing that. We love putting back. So when do you think this project will be complete? where people can actually purchase them. I know that the pre-sales are going to be launched this year sometime. Yes, hopefully late spring. Right. And so when will the project actually be launched? So it's an imprecise answer. But the answer, if things go well and council approves it and we get our permits approved, we could have a shovel in the ground sometime in this calendar year, probably mm -hmm. October, November, something like that. What Time are the chances of that realistically? <laughs> well, I, better than 50-50. Really? Okay. Yes, yeah, so we've, you know, we have had very supportive uh, comments from the political side of the city and from the planning side. And so unless somebody just fails to understand what's happening, and there are people that, you know, fail to understand because they work on a different agenda. Mm -hmm. But anybody who's looking at this objectively will understand what this will do for the it's town me. of Port. Yeah, because yeah. Port Delusia has suffered over it the last years, you know, from 
loss of infrastructure and loss of uh, community. And so this is starting to put the jewels back on the necklace and it'll be a beautiful piece when it's finished. I thought you I thought you might. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. To answer the last part of your question, delivery of the finished product. Um, it's going to be something between a, um, a year and a half and a two year build through because it, it's, it's harder to rebuild a building than to start from scratch. Right. Well, it will be beautiful when we're done. It will. Promise you. Just as beautiful as your wife. Ah, Sophia. she is lovely. She <laughs> yes. is lovely. Do you want to see a picture? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's magnificent. Lovely, lovely lady. And, and shy. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing with us, you know, this exciting project. Uh, you know, there's, we can't wait to see what, what it's going to turn into. Well, let's wait for the ribbon cutting, which will come up shortly. Mm-hmm. And then the opening. And, and we'll I want all, a we'll unit. take pleasure. I'm, I'm definitely getting one. Just one. Just one. Maybe two. <laughs> I'm hoping to be there myself, so we'll be neighbors. Yes, we'll be neighbors. I'd love that. Excellent. Now we have to talk to Jordan. <laughs> Jordan? <laughs> oh, I got one too. Okay. <laughs> no, certainly, 100%, I'm going to have, have a unit there. So. There you go. There's a wonderful charity event going on there shortly. There's going to be a chef's dinner evening that they're taking over the ground floor and it'll be hopefully well attended. And this is your opportunity to give back to the community and for us to tell the community that it's coming. So Excellent. Keep, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Well, I think that I think we're out of time here. So thank, thank you, you so much, much for I've, coming on and discussing this amazing project. I, my heart is in it legitimately. I love it. And I enjoyed talking to both of you. It's been wonderful. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. So if you're interested in more information on this project or looking for financing on other projects that are similar, you can go to profunds.ca and there'll be more information there for you. 30 minutes are up. Go create wealth. Any and all of the opinions expressed by guests on this program were theirs alone and did not necessarily reflect those of the network, the producers, or the host. Please consult a professional advisor before making any investment decisions.